0: Welcome in, everybody, to another episode of Locked on Texans Podcast, your daily Texans talk and news update. I am John, some sports guy Hickman, and normally I will always pass it to my co-host, Cody Davis. Cody is not actually with us today. I'm sort of doing a solo show, not really. I I had the opportunity, blessed with the opportunity, rather, to partner with my man Sonny from SVG Sports. You can find him on Twitter, at SVG Sports also on Facebook, and uh, IG as well, Instagram as well. You can find him on those platforms at SVG Twitter. We're going to talk Ravens today. Had to bring him back on. Had an amazing conversation last week on his YouTube live streaming page, and I'll let him tell you guys about that. But had to bring him back. Listen, not that I was talking a lot of crap to a lot of different guys. I was just having conversations but anytime I discussed the game, you know, the score, by the way, I picked 34-30, the Texans winning. But each time I always acknowledge the fact that there is a possibility that the outcome, meaning the winner of the game, would be different. Uh, just didn't see the Texans getting beat down like that. So I can't really wait to discuss that. You know, we're going to dive into that. And once again, guys, you know, you can find us on and you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Megaphone, Spotify. And don't forget to get your weekly updates once we go through the week. Get your weekly updates at YouCanArgueThatSports.com, the local Houston independent website that Cody and I created for the city of Houston and surrounding areas. I just can't wait to talk football today for a lot of different reasons, of course. There's extra analysts um, analyzing, I would rather say, that we have to do with considering this huge loss. And, I, you know, I went back and forth with a couple of guys on Twitter before we get out of here. Of course, like I said, we're going to review the game with Sonny from SVG Sports, get his take. He covers the Ravens. We're going to talk Ravens, continue with that. But, you know, I was getting back and forth with a couple of guys throughout the game where it was just Bill O'Brien this Bill O'Brien, that coaching staff, let me me say something. I have not only been a supporter of Bill O'Brien, but I've also been critical in critiquing Bill O'Brien. And I will say, of all the losses I've seen during his tenure here in Houston, this one may be the one that is nowhere near him, on him, considering the talent he has. And I'm going to give you guys something that I really want you to listen to. After going through analyzing time and adding up the numbers, Deshaun Watson. The sacks required that the Ravens, the time required to sack Deshaun Watson in Sunday's game for the Ravens in a game, which they had six. It took them on average 6.2 seconds to get a sack. That's six times. That each sack took over five seconds. There was a one play where Deshaun Watson danced for over 10 seconds, and it resulted in nothing. And this is a guy, you know, in Deshaun Watson, who up until yesterday was an MVP candidate. I think that has slipped away from him now. I honestly think moving forward, Lamar Jackson is the clear-cut MVP considering his, you know, his resume. You know, we, we, we would add Russell Wilson into that mix, but he also be Russell Wilson. He beat Deshaun Watson. He beat, at the time, the undefeated Patriots. His resume right now stacks up better than anybody in the league. But we've been critical of Deshaun Watson and his play. Am I right or wrong? Like, ask yourself why you're in the car. Why you're going grocery shopping. Why you're picking up the kids. Or why you're just having a day to yourself, walking the dog. Am I right or wrong? How many times have we been critical of Deshaun Watson and getting rid of the ball? If it's not there, Especially early on in games, get rid of it. And early on in this game, he didn't get rid of it. So the blame to place blame on Bill O'Brien is not only unfair, it's not smart. It's not smart at all. And is it's you know, it's it's a shame because at time, you know, throughout his tenure year, Bill O'Brien has been the easy, the quick, the the most likable scapegoat to go to. Like, if there's a problem wrong with the Texans, let's blame Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien's fault is his fault. Not in Sunday's game. And it's not fair to Bill O'Brien. The game was completely on the play of Deshaun Watson. We went into this game. Sonny and I went into this game. You guys are going to hear from Sonny a little bit. Just really expecting an exciting game. And And I'm sure once we get Sonny, he's going to tell you that That just did not happen. It didn't happen the way that he hoped. Well, no, wait, wait, let me say this. I'm sure it happened in the way Sonny hoped. The Ravens got the win, but it didn't happen in the way, not only did the hometown fans here in Houston or just across the world country hope for the Texans, but it was a letdown game. We went into that game expecting, you know, mad at the fact that it wasn't flexed. We were stuck with Mitchell Trubisky and Jared Goff, and that game actually ended up being better than what we thought it was. So there's my two sits on that. Like I said, guys, we're going to talk more Ravens today as we prepare for the rest of the week. We have a, we have an important game this Thursday against the Indianapolis Colts. Not only is this game critical for the Texans, but right now currently the Texans are no longer favorites to win the AFC South per Football Outsiders, which gives them a 31.6 chance of taking the division just at one9 percent chance of actually getting a buy the odds drop heavily after sunday's loss rightfully so the coasters look like a better team sunday thursday is a very important game to decide the fate of the afc south but until we get to thursday we're going to talk about more of the ravens with my man sonny from svg sports i cannot wait to dive into this, neither should you guys. I'm gonna tell you why. He's fun. He knows his team and he's on our show. Show our guests some love. Now, you know, just like in any household across America, when people come to your house, you expect for them to speak. Hey, how you doing? This is who I am. I'm the best friend of this cousin in the corner. Or I, it doesn't matter. But one thing we will do on this show is we will speak. the first, before we speak, my man, Sonny, SVG Sports, welcome to Locked on Texans podcast, your daily Texas talk news update for the Houston-Texas fans across the country. How you doing, man?
1: Hey, man, excited to hear with you, man, in the Texans nation. How are you, bro?
0: I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Thank you for asking. I'm actually doing a little bit better than maybe a lot of other people around the city of Houston may be doing right now, but I'm okay. And, you know, uh, guys, I had a chance to speak with Sonny last week. We did his live stream Follow him on YouTube. Where can they find you on YouTube or Twitter? Give them all that information first. Let's okay, get the so, good
1: stuff. So, you guys can follow me at SCG Sports, so Sun Zebra Gabriel, SZG, and then Space Sports. You can follow me on YouTube, uh, IG, Twitter, Facebook, all Ravens content on my uh, YouTube channel. I do live stream where I take callers on Tuesdays. Uh, I do a Behind Enemy Line segment. That's where my boy here came in on Thursday. It was a live stream. So it was fun. Very good, very good conversation. So yeah, you can follow me. I also very active on Twitter. You can talk trash. Uh, you can ask me questions, I will we respond.
0: Hey Houston fans, keep it keep it clean. <laughs> but we had a chance to talk last week on his live stream show on YouTube. I had so much fun. I said, Well, you know what? Let's get him back. Now I was fully prepared today to talk trash, but unfortunately I, I I'm not able to do so. So <laughs> Sonny, going into the game Sunday, you know, there was a lot of expectations surrounding this game. What is Deshaun going to do to, you know, hype his MVP stock? Or is Lamar Jackson going to pull away? What are the Ravens going to do? What are the Texans going to do? What are the coaches going to do? There are so many questions. But after the game, what made the Ravens just so damn dominant?
1: Well, so it's funny because I I was trying to dissect this game because it was a slow first quarter. Uh, Slow-ish meaning it went both teams look a little bit rough. Lamar was off. Lamar was overthrowing people in that first quarter. Deshaun didn't look comfortable, but also the O-line got a little exposed in that first quarter. And later, as the game progressed, it wasn't the O-line. I actually thought the O-line, for the most part, did a decent job. Now, our pass rush is not the best, but... I will say, and I I heard your intro, I felt like Deshaun Watson was the reason our pass rush looked so good. We weren't even blitzing that much. We we usually do blitz a lot. Our outside backers were getting to you. Our rookie outside backer got his first sack uh, against Deshaun. It it was all between cover sack, and also he was holding the ball forever. Like I was like, okay, well, if he wants to hold the ball that long – and it was funny because Hopkins was a one on one a lot, right? And early in the game,
0: they got him going.
1: He, he was eating. He was eating. And then I would say Marlon Humphreys got away with a PI. That was a PI in my book. Um, but I was expecting Deshaun to try that a little bit more, especially <laughs> after, because you were barking at, you know. It's stupid how they're doing this whole challenge to PI because they're not reversing anything, but they're watching it, right? So now they're saying, "Well, oh, we're not going to reverse this, but you have to be checking because you clearly missed this play. I would have thought uh, Watson was going to try to go more, and he did it one more time. Marcus Peters was on him. Marcus Peters, that wasn't an interference. He just battered the ball. That was a beautiful play. But give him more of a chance, and they stopped going at, at him. Um so I don't know. It almost looked like what Sean Watson was, the perfect pass, that perfect opportunity. And our secondary was doing a good job, and then he was holding the ball too much. He wasn't really running that much. Um, I think he rushed one or twice, no, three times. So he wasn't really rushing. He looked timid on rushing, and I understand he has gotten injured. But that holding the ball, he was getting pounded inside the, the pocket or behind the line of scrimmage.
0: Yeah, he was very timid in that game, and I thought both quarterbacks and both teams came out just trying to figure the other team out, get a feel. Yesterday, I compared it to a boxing match, where you were just trying to get a feel in the first couple rounds of your opponent. And we know a boxing match after four rounds, that's normally the time where a quarter for a football game. All they were doing was jabbing. All they were doing, keeping jabbing. Yes. Yes. A lot, of that, a lot of maybe a lot of missed opportunities. What maybe you could have went for a knockout or so, and then you did have that, you know, PI, which yeah. a lot of people got hung up on. That play happened in the first quarter. Yeah. The Texans were in the game in the second quarter. You know, the end of the half, the end of the quarter was zero-zero. There was no reason for that much complaint to go on. I mean, I think there is a reason to complain, but let's not single that out and say, hey, this is why we lost. That wasn't the re- reason. reason. I would but,
1: say you have, you have all, yes, it was a back non-call. But like you said, at that point, it was 0, zero. It, was, it wasn't like a determined game, right? It wasn't late in the game. I'm, no, I mean, after that, the Ravens come. Um, and I think at that position is when they faked the field goal. After that position, I think it's the one that they faked the field goal that you guys stopped us, so you had a shorter field again um, to go. So, yes, it sucks. I'm not going to lie, and we got away with one, but that didn't determine the game like you're saying.
0: No, it did it. and one thing as a quarterback you never want to do is allow the opposing Defensive line to get a hot game because of you. Now, Tunsil, he he maybe he had a rough Sunday. There were some times where it just looked like because he hadn't been on the field, you know, actively with Deshaun in a, in a real game. You know, he missed the last previous game mm-hmm. through the injury that he got healthy. Maybe he just missed some time, but he didn't. He didn't look as good as he had looked. Neither did Howard. Uh, But I will say, when we look at the numbers of over five seconds per sack, well, so, you know, let's, let's just say what it is: six seconds and some change per sack. That is nowhere near your quarterback, especially considering. Yeah, the Texans did rush for 122 yards, only 20 yards away from their average. But Deshaun Watson is normally a good chunk of that. You know, he only had three attempts for 12 yards. He he played very scary. Sunday, it's like he never got out of that filling you out phase, and that is what hurt the Texans the most. But I do want to give kudos. Not only are we going to give kudos to that, you know, front four, front seven of the defensive line, but the Ravens' secondary. Remember, remember I mentioned how great Marcus Peters was for the Ravens because maybe what he did was put them at a AFC contender to a Super Bowl contender. Did it not show?
1: He's been great since since he's been in the Ravens, not only his cover scale, but what he does is the other the, well, our other corners are really good corners. And I argue that Humphrey is a better corner than Marcus Peters. The difference is Humphrey doesn't get the interception like Marcus Peters. Marcus Peters is an interception machine and a touchdown machine after that, and we didn't have that. So Marcus Peters can change the game like that, which Humphrey can shut somebody down. But doesn't have that ability like uh Peters have. Look, our secondary, secondary play great again. D Hop started that game hot. I was like, oof, man. Because my what I, my prediction was if the Ravens can hold D Hop to five completions, 70 to 80 yards, we're gonna be good. Well, we get the yardage at 80, um, seven receptions, so he got a couple more, but man. I was surprised, especially when they were when we were blitzing or when we were um, having success on the rushing side, that they were not having Deshaun throw that ball quicker. But again, it almost looked like Deshaun was looking for that home run play, and the defense, our defense, gives you a lot of looks. Like we will blitz, we will not blitz, we will bail, we'll come, we'll show blitz on the right side, we'll come on the left side. Earl Thomas will come in a blitz. Earl Thomas will be out there on the single high safety. We'll go cover two. So we keep you guessing, right? Uh, and it, oh, like I said, it, it kept feeling, uh, feeling that you guys were looking for that big play, that perfect play. On the rushing side, I thought our defense did really good. I know you, you said that you guys were 20 yards from the average, but the reality is 60 of those yards came in the fourth quarter as that touchdown that touchdown run, um, high found a crease, but our secondary gave up. It almost looked like, yeah, we're not gonna, whatever. We're 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 winning by too much, and and I was okay with that, right? I I don't want anybody to pull hammy because we're trying to make a play when the game is over. I was surprised actually. Yes, I, I saw the Sean Jackson playing um that late in the game, um. For, Sean Watson. Watson, sorry, I keep saying the Sean Jackson, the <laughs> John Watson playing that late in the game because, you know, he was again he was getting hit. He. He took a, a pounding behind. A lot of yeah.
0: unnecessary hits. A lot of hits on the body that's been banged up too much. Especially once the game was got out of
1: hand, let's say after the third quarter. It was very early first after, after the Ravens scored the first touchdown in the fourth. I would have pulled him. You guys had a game on Thursday night. You didn't want him to get hurt. A more important game than this one. Because the reality is this game to the Ravens, I guess the Ravens, as soon as you say, okay, we're going to take an L, all that game is telling you is, like, we're probably not going to be a second seed. We're going to be the third or fourth, right? So it's inconsequential us winning against them or not. I mean, you wanted to win, but as soon as you saw that you get, uh, you guys were getting blown out. So let's save our guys because we have a lot of players back now. We played Thursday, and a game that is critical for us to win. The, the team that loses that game might not make the playoffs. So I was surprised that they let Watson play that long.
0: Yeah, it was um, – yeah, Sunday was just a game where maybe they felt like if they can just get one, but the one never came, And eventually we got him out. A.J. McCarron, of course, we know he wasn't going to do anything. He got sacked one time for 10 yards. Deshaun got sacked six times again. Mitchell, for 49 yards. So <clears throat> so the overall game for quarterbacks in just our offensive line, seven sacks given up, 59 yards lost just wasn't a good game. But what is good is DoorDash. And why is DoorDash good? I'm going to tell you why. You can treat yourself to a meal you deserve and have your favorite restaurants come to you with DoorDash. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off their first order of 15 or more when you download the DoorDash app. It's a promo code locked on. Again, that is locked on. Listening on the go. If you can't visit DoorDash right now, you can find this and all other offers from locked On sponsors at lockedonpodcast.com backslash offers uh, Sonny don't go anywhere we got more to talk about when discussing what the Ravens you know had a chance opportunity to do to the Texans I want to flip it because you cover the Ravens but I want to ask you what what did you see from the Texans moving forward that can help them out in this game guys you're not going anywhere. Sonny from SVG sports is here and it's a fun show Okay, guys, listen, you know, around this time, you know, we, we, we say our last words, you know, and we get out of here. But one thing I want to ask you guys right now before we get Sonny back on, and I'm sure Sonny's in some, so we'll we'll ask him too. How are you guys doing in your fantasy leagues? Sonny, how's your fantasy league going this year? My, How many my leagues friend, are you in first?
1: I'm in four. It's a and good number. Three of them, I'm um, in the playoff. And the other one, I'm in the hunt. Mm. Not bad, not bad.
0: Who has been your breakout fantasy star this year?
1: Let me tell you something. I don't have that many Ravens in my lineups, but in the one league that I'm actually first, and I'm pretty dominant, it's the league that Yahoo picked me for being the last player because I didn't pick a quarterback until late, and I picked Lamar Jackson. And he's been sensational. Oh. And Davin Ooh. Cook. I will say then I had Davin Cook too.
0: So yeah, I'm doing good. I will say this. For the most part of this season, uh Ingram has been God sent for a couple of teams for a couple of my teams because he just he runs it, he catches it, he does so much. And then the game on Sunday had two recession touchdowns, 48 yards. Like he has those games where It may not be eye-popping numbers, but he is getting the job done. It's the Teds. Um, That's what it is. He he, he finds the end zone, and he does it well. Another guy that has really been sensational for me is Aaron Jones. Mm. I've had games with Aaron Jones where I just sit back, relax, and watch him work. That's the type of games that Aaron Jones has had in fantasy. But unfortunately, Sunday, that's not the type of game our Houston Texans did now. You know, before we left from on break, Sonny, you know, you cover the Ravens. And I thought to myself, I don't think this is the last time this team may meet this season. If the Texans go and win this division or we see how their their seeding is going to be, there's a possibility that they may meet in the playoffs. And in that possibility. By the way, the Texans are going on the hardest road trip right now. I mean, not a whole road trip, but the stretch to get to the playoffs. Like, they just bounced back with the Ravens. Four days later, you have the Colts. After that, you know, your schedule gets harder and harder. You still have to play a very tough Tennessee team twice, you know, home uh, division rival. So what have you saw out of the Texans Sunday and any other games before that they can capitalize on moving forward? Let's get some positive in the show.
1: I think you guys were able to win some of the um some of the battles in the, in the trenches on your D line. The biggest problem was that obviously we had Lamar Jackson, but you're not gonna see another Lamar Jackson that is so slippery, right? So make sure you finish those sacks. I think you guys can get to the quarterback, and it's critical because your secondary. Yeah, that's the other thing. I, I know your secondary is the weakest point, but also I didn't feel like your secondary was out of position that much. There was a lot of good passes from Lamar. But your secondary was there making the tackle or just making them having a difficult catch. So I actually thought your secondary, although the yardage might not tell the story, I thought your secondary was in position. Again, the Ravens bring other challenges because you have to worry about the run too so much. The linebackers also, you know, they were hard-hitting guys. I, I like – um, what's this dude, Cunningham? Yeah, Cunningham. Um, yeah, Cunningham, I, I, another guy that I felt like for the most part was also in position. So, I thought your defense played well. If I flip it on the offensive side, again, I thought the the whole well, – the Texans O-line is very, very bad and all that. Like we discussed, I think – I mean – Usually what you want to give to your quarterback is three seconds. Anything about three seconds, you are playing house money. If your sack is on second number six, that get that tells me they, that O-line gave you three seconds. Again, that's their job. Plus two extra seconds. Now, brother, you need to start working in your internal timing. So I think those are very fixable things. Those are things that that um Deshaun Watson can just go in and say like, okay, what did I do? What I was holding the ball because I was expecting this and that that wasn't there. How can I speed up that time? Because again, the o line giving you five seconds, three, four seconds, that's plenty. You as ball a has to guy, be out. yeah, ball has to be out. And if you don't see anybody, look. Something also that this is something Lamar doesn't do. Uh, I haven't seen Watson doing this as much, but he should learn because I know because of the injuries. It's something Russell Wilson does a lot. If not scramble that breaks the containment sometimes and you can still look for this passage but if not run and slide run and slide that's something i didn't see from watson but again the o-line looked good oh your running backs again i think we did a fairly good job but also man Duke johnson is hard to take down i, Car- I knew carlos high is also hard to take down but i forgot how hard is Duke johnson to take down so that that was impressive the one thing that I would say also, I was wait, I was waiting for you guys to exploit the passing game from the running back at the backfield, especially because of the sacks. I didn't see that that much. So, I think there's things that if you clean it up, you guys are solid. There's playmaking ability. Kenny still looked good. Uh, Kiki Q T had that drop ball, but for, that's a good number three. And if Fuller's here, man, Q T has your number four. I think that's great. Fells, he is a giant. And when he catched that out uh, shovel pass, it took temp guys plus the mascots to bring him down. Through <laughs> Do this, I mean the dude is so big. Now he needs to he needs to know how to position himself better, but I can see why he's a redstone target. It's like a giant. So I think you guys have the weapons. I think it's you have to demand a little bit more on Watson. Watson needs to be better. Um and he needs to be quicker with the ball again. Um I I haven't seen much about what the Texans fans are saying, but if they're putting the blame on the O-line, well, the O-line, for what I saw, wasn't the problem. It was more, I mean. Six seconds
0: and a half before you get sacked. That's nowhere near the offensive line fault.
1: No, I mean, that's, that's an eternity. Guys, in football time, that's an eternity. Brady gets that ball between one and a half to two and a half seconds. It's out. It's already out. Drew Brees does the same thing, unless it's a deep pass. But for the most part, it's quick, right? L- Deshaun likes to hold the ball. I mean, I knew that, but it's something like you probably knew that Lamar was fast and shifty, and then you see the game, like you're actually watching, like, damn. Like, with Deshaun, I was like, I knew he held hold the ball. And I think what he's doing is he's looking for that big home run pass. And the dude has Which a thing. This is candidate. an
0: area of his game where, you know, that had been – worked on throughout the year. You know, the biggest game that he may have had this year, the Falcon game, where he was getting the ball out very quickly. And then that allowed for those big home run plays. It seemed like he was going for the knockouts instead of, I mean, of course, after the first quarter, like he was, he kept going for the knockouts instead of going for the small jabs here and there, doing the smaller things to get the ball out quicker and help your offense. That is an area where that's been a concern. We thought it was fixed, but going into Sunday's game, maybe the game was just too much for him on Sunday. And maybe the statement he wanted to make personally was just a little bit too much more than actually winning the game. I'm not sure. I don't want to put that on him or anything like that, but that is a concern.
1: Yeah, again, I love Deshaun. I think he's a hell of a player. I think if he cleans those things up, he has the weapons. He has the tight end for the short game in the red zone. He has a burner. I know he wasn't there fuller. But still so still fast. He can be a burner. And you still have D hop. can he can just catch wherever you put him. And QT for the underneath throws, maybe draggers or just outcuts. There's weapons plus the running backs. You guys have a squad. It's just you need to figure out how to put it together to clean those little mistakes. Um and last the defense, although like I said, the secondary I know that's Everybody says the weakness. I actually saw secondary that although Lamar had four TD passes, if we if we go back, two of those passes, perfect passes. The one on uh, Seth Roberts, perfect. The one on Mark Andrews, perfect. The one on uh, to Mark Ingram, Mark Ingram made a hell of a play. He just went under the dude. I thought that was impressive. Oh yeah. Uh, so so that wasn't necessarily secondary. And the other part, your linebacker looking in the backfield enough for Mac Andrews to make a pick, which could have been called a offensive PI. Should that, yeah. that
0: was another call that it was blatant for me that the refs should have thrown, but. The problem with that call was your linebacker. So, so I was
1: like, damn, cause it was blatant. And I was like, usually those are very quick to call, but usually the picks happen on guys. that are just very close together. Right. So Mark Andrews actually comes on a dragger all the way to the middle of the field, right? And and your guy is reacting a little bit late, so he's behind. By the time that, that um, Mark makes the pick, since the guy wasn't even close to um, to Ingram, I think the refs didn't see it as a pick. I think that's what happened. Usually you see the, other, the players crossing, right, and you see, like, the intention. But where you get the pick, and when the ball was thrown, was very far away. I think what happened. I think it was on Cunningham. Cunningham was caught just enough, looking at the backfield that he didn't react fast enough. And at there, it was. I'm not. I'm not saying it wasn't a pi. It was a pi, but that's why it got hidden better than yeah. you should. Normal pis.
0: Yeah, you know, uh, one thing I will say that the ref didn't. The refs together didn't do a good job. But and it's very important to keep your head on the swivel. But you know, this loss is nowhere near solely on the refs when you just look at the job that the Houston Texans did. Guys, I want to let you know about what's coming up this Thursday. Right now, Will Fuller and Bradley Roby, two guys who are needed. Will Fuller for his X-factor ability. Bradley Roby, because we need bodies. We, Lonnie <laughs> Johnson's in concussion protocol. I mean, I can, J- Justin Reed is in concussion protocol. concussion protocol. Lenny Johnson is also out. We need Roby back, who have been playing phenomenal. The Texans also released tackle Centro Henderson off-none football injury uh, list. So going into this game Thursday is very important. Before we get out of here, Sonny, again, just let the listeners know where they can find you and all of your material.
1: Sure, guys. Follow me on Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, IG, SCG Sports um i like i love to hear perspective again i do every week a behind enemy lines with an opponents uh podcaster and that's how um your your guys your boys from uh locked texas was uh on the channel last week and guys i think you guys have it i actually think you guys are a better team than the colts i think you should win this week and then just hold it and i see you guys finishing in that third or fourth seat
0: thank you for having me uh, thank you for coming on. And that Colt win being better than the Colts is possible. However, right now, it's like the Colts got healthy at the right time compared to the Texans losing bodies again at critical positions at, critical positions at the wrong time. You know, this is Locked On Texas Podcast. Of course, your daily Texas talk. I am John, some sports guy Hickman, where you can follow me on Twitter at some sports guy with two Y's at the end. That was my man, Sonny from SVG Sports. Uh, And word from the wise. You know, I always end it with a word from the wise. If you go to work and you do a bad job, don't blame it on your boss when you get fired. It's your fault. Do better. I hope some of you guys use that for the week because I don't want you to react like a Texan fan because Texan fans overreact. Go to work, get mad, and just try to blame it on bad training. It was your fault. You sucked at your job. Until next time.